Hey there, and welcome to the In Lovely podcast. I'm your host, Mondo, and together we'll create a life full of growth, joy, and love. Today we're going to talk about insecurities, but first, a little note to you. What we provide does not constitute as medical advice and is meant to educate and supplement your life. We recommend you seek professional care if you need it. It's okay to love yourself. Now, let's get on with the show. Insecurities. The insecurities have been a huge part of our life, largely because from the time we've been young, we've been conditioned, we've been told that we need to work on what needs fixing. And where does that lead us? It leads to us fixing or focusing on things that we truly don't enjoy or just don't contribute to our general happiness. And for what? All for someone else's opinion? All so they can judge our self-image? It's exhausting. It's emotionally draining, and it's super shallow. We're supposed to create our own experiences, and we're supposed to create our own depth in this life. And how are we supposed to go deep in ourselves if we're just playing on the surface for somebody else? I mean, we've been programmed by our culture to not suck and to prove to everyone else that we don't suck. And the things we're supposed to be better at, the, th- the people that we're supposed to be, just chain us to who we are or shall I say, chain us to who we aren't. And that leaves us feeling insecure. But let's break down what insecurity actually is. Now we can think of it two ways, is feeling insecure and the state of insecurity. But at the root of insecurity, all insecurity is is an uncertainty about yourself. It's you're uncertain about your capabilities and you're uncertain of how you would do in this situation, and this uncertainty can involve a mix of emotions like anxiety and doubt and fear. Insecurity messes with our self-esteem and our self-image if we allow it to. And there's also the state of insecurity. Let's break that down. In security, without security. The truth is, nothing in this life is secure. Nothing is guaranteed. So by nature, everything about us and everything about what we're experiencing is insecure. It is not secure. But what we get tripped up on is the feeling of insecurity because we don't like that anxiety or that doubt or that fear. We want to be able to just put ourselves out there and not have to worry about what other people are going to think or how we're going to come across and how we're going to look. Now, insecurity can be broken down, and you can take care of insecurities a few ways. It comes down to what you can't control and what you can control. And there are plenty of things that are out of our control, like our appearance on account of genetics, the past and what we've done, or someone else. And what we end up doing is we end up giving power to the uncontrollable. What does that do? Giving our power to things that are not in our control. Well, we're surrendering what we can do. And although it's okay to accept the uncontrollable, because some things need to be let go, you shouldn't judge yourself by it. And what kind of person would you be if all you used to judge yourself was how well you controlled the uncontrollable? You'd be helpless. We have no power controlling the uncontrollable. But what we do have power over is what we can do and how we should measure or judge ourselves 
by our skills and our abilities and what kind of effort we're putting in every single day. I know that growing up, I judged myself on my height so much because I felt that my height was holding me back from making connections with other girls. I felt that the, I was so short, and I'm, I'm only 5'7", it's really not that short, but that my height was holding me back from, from getting involved romantically with them. And when I put so much attention into what was out of my control, I mean, that's genetics. That's, I can't do anything about that. Then you let other things slide. Like I, didn't, I wasn't worried about how I was treating them. I wasn't worried about what are some things I can be doing to show them attention or what are some things that, how can I showcase my character a little more? The things that are uncontrollable, unless you have some grand sum of money that you can fix some of the, in, I say that in quotations, fix some of these things, it's going to come down to how you're measuring yourself and what you're trying to measure with. And the measuring stick that a lot of us end up using is other people. And at this day and age, it's easier now more than ever to judge ourselves with everybody showcasing their lives and everybody being their own celebrity, it's easy to get lost or caught up in the, somebody's picture with the right filter or the right caption or them having everything that you wish you had. There's a problem with comparing ourselves to other people and that they're, they're running their own race and so are you. They have their own circumstances and they're trying to get by as best they can. And what they do has nothing to do with you. Let's look inward. We need to define what success and happiness means to us. What does being comfortable in your own skin mean? And what conditions do you have for yourself? I know that I'm, I'm 22 right now. And fresh out of college, and people are everywhere in the spectrum of life at all ages. But especially right now, you have kids who graduated college going to grad school or graduated college, got an awesome job, graduated college and moving back with their parents. There's, it's a tender age because we're told to go out there after we graduate and, and be these amazing adults and do all sorts of things. And although that's great, we end up comparing ourselves to where we think, from where we are to where we think we should be. You know, we, we think, should we be on our own? Or we think, man, I can't even afford to pay this. And this person has this kind of car and look what kind of job they have. They're making what kind of money? The conditions that we have for ourselves, these are the measuring sticks that we're using. I like to call them confidence ifs. I would have confidence if I had a better car. Or I would have confidence if I was making more money every single month. And these confidence ifs are dangerous. They make us ignore what amazing qualities we already do have. We ended up paying too much attention to our weaknesses. And although we need to be competent in things that we suck at to a degree, we, we don't play to our strengths. And when we're focusing all day on our weaknesses instead of playing to our strengths, of course, we're going to make ourselves feel bad. Why can't I get this? Well, there's so many other things that you can do. There are so many things that you are capable of and that you do have that nobody else has and is completely unique to you. And that's beautiful. And if we're relying, if we're relying on confidence ifs for our self-image and our self-esteem, it's completely conditional and it's unaccepting when you unconditionally accept yourself. That's not saying being passive, but when you unconditionally accept yourself, hey, this is what I have now. This is what I have to work with. 
let's do something about it. Relying on your confidence ifs, you're spending too much time wishing and not enough time doing. If you want to make it out of your situation or if you want to make your situation better, focusing on another situation is not paying attention to what needs your attention. For example, today's episode. Even though I've only done I've only done 4 episodes of this podcast and of course I'm still insecure like what if they don't like it? Am I clear enough? Are they connecting? Or I could be tying my confidence ifs to the equipment that I have. You know what? I'm not using my microphone. I'm using my phone. I don't have all these nice wires. I don't have some A-list guests on my show. Who cares? That's a different situation. That's not happening right now. But what's in my control? I have a laptop. I have a phone. I have a voice. And I have a way to spread the message. I'm not tying my circumstances to my identity. And just because you don't have what you would like doesn't mean you're any worse off. You need to put in the effort and put in the work in what you can control. What do you want to be good at? Or what do you want to enjoy doing? If you already enjoy doing these things, then you have the power. And the circumstances will come later you'll get better equipment, you'll get a better car, you know, maybe you'll get a better body through exercise, whatever it may be. We need to pay our attention to, to what's in our control, what we like doing, and combining the two. And over time, we'll develop the self confidence in the experience that we had practicing that, that it'll be easier to let go of what we look like doing it. And one of the best ways to take power away from yourself is to judge yourself on how you look to somebody else. And there are plenty of reasons why we might not look the way we want to in front of somebody else. If we're talking about what's in our control, maybe we don't have the skills or the abilities to impress somebody. Okay, that can be worked on. And I guess the question we have to ask ourselves is, who are we trying to be perfect for? Why are we trying to be perfect for them? And there's a few things we need to understand about what opinions are. Opinion is just a perception. And we all have perceptions about everything. It's just it's how we see everything. Every single second, we're taking in information with our eyes. And we're cross-referencing that idea with what we already know. And we're using that information to make a judgment about something. And that's not to say a good judgment or a bad judgment. It's just a judgment. If I look on my desk right now and I see this this purple cup, I have formed a perception of this purple cup. And everybody's doing that to everything and to everybody. And although you say you're not a judgmental person, to some degree, your perception is still a judgment of them. Now, the problem of measuring ourselves using somebody else's metrics, of course, is that they're always in control. And whether it be your mom or your dad or your best friend or your professor, your, your day one best friend or your grandma, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. They're all, they all have perceptions that are unique to them. And they're using as much information as they have to formulate an opinion of you. And that's what it is. Opinion is just a perception that's unique to the person. If one, one opinion does not make something truth. 
the thing about perceptions is that they're very malleable. They can always change. And someone's perception of us is going to be largely dependent on what we decide to show them. What we show them is not going to be the complete picture. They're not the ones that are living in our skin. They're not the ones that are hearing every one of our thoughts. Sure, they may see us very often, even if you live with this person, they're never going to know the real you. They're not going to see every nook and cranny of your mind and your behavior. And that's where it's dangerous, is you us giving the power to somebody else who knows nothing about us. So what if you're not their perception of you? So what if you're not this fairy tale partner that your significant other dreamed one day? And so what if you're not the model child that your parents wish that they had? And so what if you're not somebody else's idea of what perfect is? The perception of what they have of you today can be completely different from the perception that they have of you tomorrow. They're trying the best they can to make sense of everything, just like you are. And if we're giving power, if we're taking power away from ourselves and putting it into somebody else's opinion and their perception of us, we're always going to be at the mercy of them. And that's not what we're about. We're trying to take control of our life. We want to be responsible and accountable for us. It doesn't matter if we're not somebody else's perfect. We're perfect for ourselves. And what we have now And what we're able to do now is more than enough to take care of what needs to be taken care of. Insecurities. They're going to be there. They've been there. And if we've let them take over our mind and take over our confidence and keep us from making decisions that help us experience life to the fullest, there's a couple things we can do. We need to focus on what we can and what we can't control. Let go of what needs to be let go of. We can't fix it. And we shouldn't measure ourselves on the skills or the abilities that we have right now, but on the effort that we can put to make ourselves better. And we're not measuring ourselves with what other people think of us. We're not measuring ourselves with what we think, where we think we should be and what society says, but where we are right now and what we're doing to fix it. We'll get better over time. It happens. The more we practice, the better we get. There is no security in life. Everything is insecure. The only thing that's in your control is what you can do. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. What did you think? I'd love to hear from you. The show is not about me. It's about us. And what can we do on this show to help bring more value to you? If you know something that could help improve someone else's life, it's your duty to share it. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MonditoDude and tag me with the hashtag InLovely and we can talk. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day and fall in love with life.